This is 90 Day CEO, the podcast. Created for women out there building their businesses on a mission to get their services and their gifts out into this world. We are Mooch and Melissa, co-founders of 90 Day CEO. We created this podcast to do exactly that. And we are on our own mission to help those of you who want to get gritty and get real and to ditch the BS, to not worry about having that swipe up on Instagram, to not focus on perfectly curated photos, but rather to understand the dynamics of building a business and then focus your passion on your service. You want to show up and serve? Let's get down to build a business. What's up, 90 Day? What's up, what's up? I am more than excited to be talking about this one today. All the dirty little secrets about starting, building, scaling an online fitness business. This is Mooch, co-founder of 90 Day, and stoked to be discussing today something that was literally a huge challenge for me personally. For those of you who don't know, I had a few businesses before 90 Day, And one of the more established ones, because I feel like selling chicken eggs at the age of nine maybe doesn't really count, it started in the fitness industry. So today we're diving into how saturation or lack thereof could be holding you back from starting your business that could potentially change your life forever, right? So excited, grab your pen and paper, and let's dive in. All right. So when I started my business, I focused on a couple things. One, what really excited me about athletics or about fitness, right? So naturally I gravitated towards former athletes. I wanted to work with people who were me years prior, right? And as I started to niche down, I started to also panic, right? Raise your hand if you've ever panicked because you feel like you're closing off opportunities. I literally said to myself, what about all those other people I could be helping that aren't former athletes, but I could still be training them, right? Wrong. The world is so abundant in order for you to speak to more people. You have to remember that you're speaking to one avatar, right? So we're going to talk a lot about niching, of course, but here's what I want you to think about as we dive into more of the saturation, right? What if it is saturated? What if the fitness industry is saturated, right? Because seemingly it it looks saturated, right? It looks like there's a ton of people going off on their own, starting online things, online classes, you know, remote training, whatever it may be, right? Which in some case it is, right? But the problem isn't saturation, totally saturation. The problem is one, how we approach it, but two, the only place that it's really saturated is at the bottom right? A lot of the people that are kind of dipping their toes in, kind of experiencing like, Ooh, I'm going to do this as like a side hustle. That's where it's saturated, right? It's not saturated at the top where people are specialists who have niched down, who have really gotten clear on this specific brand or this specific type of person that they're supporting. So yes and no. Is it saturated? Yeah. In some regards, is it saturated where you really want to go in order to run an established business? Probably not right? So that's first and foremost, something I just wanted to like clear the air because that's something that I dealt with quite heavily, right? I also want you to think about, is there ever going to be a time where the desire is gone? So think about this. If I wanted to help former athletes break free of 
or I guess navigate away from being on a team to integrating themselves into like quote unquote real life after college? Is there ever going to be a desire or a time where that desire is gone? And if the answer is no, then that's all you need is that you realize that that specific niche will always be there. It's kind of like um, real estate agents, right? People are always going to want to buy homes, right? Granted, if the economy goes up or down, it might fluctuate a little bit. But overall, I think we can all agree that people are always going to want to purchase homes, right? So the desire for that is always going to be there, right? The industry can feel really busy, but as long as you know that your specific niche will always be a desire, then you're you're in the clear, right? And here's the thing is there might be other people who are doing very similar things to your niche, right? Sure. Again, like I said, the industry could feel busy. The niche could feel busy. But as a leader, you want to introduce a way to do it better, right? I talk a lot about competition. Um, if you don't follow me over on my personal hop over there, I talk a lot about competition because for a while, I feel like competition was, and I still kind of do in some regards, I feel like competition is like a negative, right? And we have to think about how are we looking at competition? Are we looking at it as a way to criticize, judge, point fingers, all the negative talk when we think about competition? Or are we looking at it as, as an opportunity for us to level up, right? If I'm looking around, I'm like, yeah, there's a ton of business coaches out there. Okay, cool. Who am I surrounding myself with that is going to elevate me? That's going to push me to actually take it to the next level, right? That's going to encourage me and challenge me to do it even better right? So sure, the problem could or couldn't be, right? May or may not be saturation depending on where you want to go with it. I think if the people listening to this podcast right now are truly thinking about going full-time in the fitness industry, you're probably thinking about, well, the top isn't that saturated, right? The next thing is like, how are you viewing competition? How are you viewing the competition? It's always going to be there. So by judging it, criticizing it, it's not really going to do much for us. How can we think it? How can we use it to our advantage, right? In order to take that next step forward, right? So use competition. I did want to hit on four things that's going to really, really, really help you if you're just in these beginning phases of overcoming or pursuing a quote unquote saturated market. Now, when you get started, yeah, sure. It's probably going to be saturated. You want to know why? Because not too many people make it past that first phase of like, oh, I'm going to get my certification and then I'm going to start training. And then what I'm going to do is try to get all these clients and then they're not going to get results. And then I'm just going to fall flat on my face. We're going to get past that, right? But overcoming that first step into, yeah, I want to get certified as a personal trainer or yeah, I want to get certified as a group fitness instructor, right? Here's what we want to look at. Four things, right? We want to find our niche. We want to find our niche, right? Who exactly are we helping and how we're going to do that? This is kind of like one slash two is how are we solving their problem? right? Success will quickly come from a business that can solve a problem within that specific industry. So how, how are we solving this problem for that specific person, right? That's kind of like one and two. So finding your niche and then solving that problem, right? You can find your niche 
through a number of ways, one of which we have a podcast all around it. So if you haven't listened to it, definitely dive in, right? This idea of like asking ourselves what keeps them up at night? What are they truly looking for? What's the root cause of why they're feeling the way they're feeling? What is the way that they're feeling, right? Understanding all these things are going to help you find your niche, right? And then solving that problem for that person, right? The key is to do what your competitors are doing, but do it better, right? You don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to reinvent the fitness industry. What you do need to do is do it better, right? Specialize in something, niche down, right? Perfect example. I don't know if I'm going off on a tangent. I probably am. But a perfect example is this billionaire entrepreneur, Sarah Blakely, right? The inventor of Spanx, right? She she invented Spanx, right? And she enjoyed the look that like this pantyhose, this old fashioned pantyhose gave her, but she didn't love the comfort level that it provided. So what she did was she solved her problem. She said, screw this, I'm going to make it better. And now she's a billionaire, right? So how can we solve that problem that pertains to our niche? All right. Number three, staying on top of trends, no matter how saturated the market may be, consumer demand is never going to be stagnant, right? Keep your finger on a pulse of that industry, right? So in this case, fitness, right? How are we keeping a pulse on what's occurring as the pandemic occurs? What's happening as the, as we're kind of coming back to quote unquote normal life, right? How are we adjusting? How are we, how are we staying on top of the trends? How are we looking at now that we've niched down and we've figured out how to solve a problem? How are we looking at what our ideal client needs in order to take that next step? right? Trends are all opportunities, right? And what are good opportunities if you don't capitalize on them, right? They're all opportunities. It's it's not always necessary for businesses in oversaturated markets to necessarily integrate all these trends, but figure out what makes sense for your ideal client, right? Smart businesses and smart coaches will act on these trends and update accordingly, right? If something needs to be added or something needs to be removed or switched or course corrected, do it, right? They're opportunities. Capitalize, right? And number four, value. Let's add some value. It's like the whipped cream, the cherry on top, but you can never have too much of that, right? Offering incentives and value added services is such a smart strategy to consider when you're really preparing and entering an oversaturated market, right? When you're getting started, how are you standing out? How are we adding the value? And here's the thing is value can be your personality, right? Value doesn't have to be like giving away free shit all the time. It could be like, how are we using our personality, our humor, our wit, our character to help build and add value? That's going to lead to long-term growth, right? I think, you know, we shy away from it, especially when we look at and we compare ourselves to all these other fitness instructors or fitness programs or online classes. Like we look at it and we're like, oh, I got to be like that person, right? This comes back to competition. You don't want to be another duplicate. That's the point. How are we adding value that's separating and not just adding another one of this person, right? We need more variety. Because here's the thing, y'all, you are not going to be for everyone. And that goes the same with your competitors. That goes the same for any other fitness instructor or any other fitness professional, 
you're not going to be for everyone. So how are we adding the value that feels right for us? Right. So let's think about those four things. Let's really dive into how this applies to the market that we're in. Right. If you're sitting there and you're like, shit, I'm not in the fitness industry. Like you can still apply these things. I wanted to speak directly to the fitness instructors. Like if you are a fitness instructor listening to this, do these things. Let me know what you find after doing these things, because I want to remind you all of these moments where you have like imposter syndrome or you feel yourself comparing yourself to someone's booty pics, right? It's not about them. It's not about the 48 certifications, the like 19 letters after their last name, the uh, she did a better pull up. Holy shit. How am I ever going to do this? It's not about them. You are not an imposter. You are not unworthy. And here's the thing. You are not part of their story, right? You're writing your own. So I want to remind you, like, catch yourself. Be aware of that moment where you might fall into, oh, this doesn't feel right. Why am I comparing myself? Don't judge yourself. Don't criticize yourself. Learn how to do a fucking better pull-up. No, I'm just kidding. But you are writing your own story. And it's so possible for you. You can make this impact right? Don't let this like idea of, oh, it's just saturated. Like that's why it's saturated because no one makes it past that point. Take it one step further, right? Your ability to transform is not reliant on anything other than your commitment. Let that one soak in. Your ability to transform is not reliant on any other than your commitment. Also, your decision to grow and your willingness to maybe give that service and make the impact, right? Above all else, we want to make the impact. So here's the thing. I trust you. I believe in you. I'm cheering you on so freaking loudly, but you have to be willing to break through this idea of saturation. If you don't make it past the saturation phase, you got to go to the top. But if you're not willing to do that, then just be okay with staying in that saturation, kind of muscling and elbowing your way through, right? I'm excited about this. I don't want to give away too many nuggets. I feel like I just dropped a shit ton that you guys can start implementing. But here's the thing. If you're in the fitness industry, I want to hear from you. Again, speaking from my heart and soul as someone who started there after my chicken escapade. If you guys want to know more about that, let me know. But Having been through that, I want to support you in taking that next step and breaking through and finding the top. As always, guys, reach out to me. I'm at Simooch on Instagram and let's fucking go. Thank you guys all so much for listening. We're hoping you found some really good little golden nuggets. You can find us on Instagram at 90 Day CEO. Feel free to shoot us a DM. Just slide right in there like a little chess. And we want to know what did you find valuable, what you want to hear more about, and what you have going on in your business. And remember, no matter how hard it gets, and it probably will get harder, just keep moving.